Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs seeking knowledge, purpose, and community. Brought to you by creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, every episode is recorded at our headquarters in Niceville, Florida. We're excited to share our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors, all willing to share with you their diverse wisdom and experience. So happy to have you with us today. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. And if you've been following our pod for the last couple of years, or even this year, you know that we are all about, very committed to bringing you guys fresh content every week that is relevant and applicable to the life of an entrepreneur, a small business owner, and those of you who are just creatively curious which really is the basis of our business at Francis Roy. We are kind of all of those things wrapped into one. And so many of our clients are as well. Today, this episode is all about finding the right client for you and your business. Our business, our our agency work is very client driven. We don't have a product. We are 100% service-based. And so the people who work at Francis Roy and our clients really make up this ecosystem that equates to our work day in and day out. And it's difficult sometimes, and it's been a lesson for us to learn throughout the years, just finding the right clients for us. And I feel like this is an episode that I could record every year and it'd be a little bit different. But this year, there have been four key points that I've really focused in on as a business developer in terms of just like finding the right clients and who those clients are, why they're right for us. It's not been a perfect formula. In the very beginning, we, I specifically made some client mistakes and, you know, it was back in the early days where we really needed client work in order to get off the ground and be successful. And we didn't really have a checklist, if you will, of what constituted the right client for Francis Roy. Now we, we definitely do, especially from the business development perspective. And every year I make a list of clients that I wish were Francis Roy clients. Sometimes they're more attainable and then sometimes they're kind of big pie in the sky things. It's not a list that I share with anyone really, but it does help me move through our sales pipeline and contact potential businesses that could be a really good fit for us. Sometimes it's a natural fit because their core values are very similar to our core values. Maybe we know them in the community. We belong to like networking groups or whatever. So we interface with them a lot. So we're aware of how they run their business. We know people who work for them and how they feel about working for them. And so they're just on the list that is very appealing to us. We want to work for them. So, you know, naturally they're placed on that list. I'm really honored and proud that a lot of the businesses that have made it to this perspective or desired client list are now clients of Francis Roy, or we've done projects for them. They're maybe they're not regular clients, but they reach out to us to do projects. 
our latest clients, we, you know, we've had several new clients recently that have all really been a part of that, where we've just been wanting to work for them for a while and finally get the opportunity to do that. And it's nice to be able to reach those milestones and get to work on projects that are meaningful for them and really help our agency grow and get better. But throughout the years, you know, business development and sales are very similar. They're almost the exact same thing. And so throughout the years, there have been just these four points that always stick in my brain. None of them have to do with money. And I think that's really important. The one thing that I've learned is that money is not always a driver. It certainly can be something that's a deal breaker, but it isn't always a driver. And there, you can be in situations where no amount of money is going to make it better for you or for them. So that has been a very difficult lesson to learn and just balance. Now, pricing our services correctly is something that is a topic that could be out totally different podcast episode and rightly so because it's very involved and can you know the needle can move depending on what the situation is so for the the purpose of this episode you will not hear me reference really to money very often or the cost of our services very often because while we certainly need to ensure that our clients can pay for their services it is not necessarily a determining factor when trying to figure out who is the right client for us. So here are the four things. Tempo. Tempo is number one. This, just as an individual, my personal relationships and professional relationships, the ones that are symbiotic that are successful are a tempo match. I run our business at a certain tempo and the businesses that are good client fits for us are operating at a similar tempo. I don't necessarily mean speed, but energy and focus and motivation and keeping things moving is really the right client for us and has been since the beginning. The clients that are that have been with us for a long time do require urgent work, but it's necessary urgency. And it's our job to control that to a certain degree, but we are like that as well. It, it really speaks to our core value system. Hard work is the best work. We love a hardworking tempo and our clients who are hardworking are a good match for us and have been a really good match for us in the past, present, and hopefully the future as well. The second thing is huge. It almost could be the first thing, the first point in terms of what has determined the right clients for us? And that's communication style. No amount of money can replace communication. So if you have a client that's not a good communicator, refuses to communicate, it will double and sometimes triple your workload. And just in terms of back and forth, hunting them down. And I don't mean short communication because I'm a short communicator. I like to be brief and to the point and direct. I'm talking about um, lack of communication. It's frustrating and it taxes your team and it will tax you in ways that sometimes can be shocking. On the flip side, you should be a good communicator. I almost feel like this sounds like a dating episode, but communication goes both ways. What is expected should be provided. And so are you good communicators? But 
yes, hopefully we are in the business of communication. So communication is at the number one placement in terms of importance for us. So you said the tone for sure, but dealing with clients who are honestly just horrible communicators is very difficult to judge through and will make your job difficult and will also not help you yield the best result for them. So you can tell in the very beginning, usually I can tell in the very, very beginning if someone is a bad communicator or not. And it behooves you to say no and kind of move on. And, and on the flip side, communication style, if you don't want to work with someone who is an over communicator, and that's just the style of, of work that you would like to work within, it is worth visiting that and, and figuring out if it's a good match for you and your business. The third thing is, is your business really a solution for this prospective client? Now, I like this one, and, and this is an internal check. It's kind of a, a compass, a North Star for us. But, you know, can we provide what they're looking for? What are their frustrations? What are their pain points? And are we a solution, a good solution? Not just can we sell it? Can we close it? I don't have a very forceful closing style. And so sometimes I will let business go because we know that we can close them as a client. But honestly, at the end of the day, are we going to be able to validate our performance? Are we going to be able to show that we provide continual value? If you are not a solution to a pain point, that can be difficult. And it's so hard to kind of create environments where you have to show value if you are truly not a solution. It takes up a lot of time. It can be very difficult for them. And then ultimately you will be fired. I, I feel like that is just a given. Ultimately that company or that business contact is going to be like, look, we just no longer can justify it. We cannot show or prove that you're providing us any sort of solutions here and, you know, not just accepting the fact that you have a new client, but really understanding and saying, okay, this is our purpose. This is what we're bringing to the table. And we can feel proud of that work and know that we are providing something that's worthy and that is needed. The fourth thing kind of feels like the golden rule. And again, is not money motivated at all, but it's mutual respect. In our business, our business is kind of known. I mean, if you've watched any episode of Mad Men, you will know that agencies get run through the muck. We can kind of get used up sometimes and treated as a resource that can be taken advantage of. I'm very proud to say that none of our clients do this, which is nice. But when that mutual respect is no longer there and they're not taking into consideration that you and your team are human beings, it's time to either not get in that situation at all or to let it go. And we did that a couple of years ago where we had a client who honestly just didn't have any respect for us, had a difficult time having respect for anyone, in my personal opinion. And just there came a time where I was like, you know what, this is not working out. And it was very difficult to walk away from the revenue they were providing our business, but ultimately ended up being the best thing, the right thing for our people at Francis Roy, the right choice for my peace of mind as well. And they moved on and found somebody else. So it worked out. I don't know how that's working out. It's none of my business, but it worked out for us certainly and is a lesson learned and one that we can reference and really use as a guide point for like, yeah, this is just not working out for us or we don't want to do this. 
at the end of the day, it's all about work that we can be proud of. You know, when we say hard work is the best work in our core value system, we really truly mean that. And it's difficult to be proud of work when you feel like you haven't put very much of yourself or your talent or or your expertise into it. And so that kind of click, the goosebumpy feeling is when we find a client, we know we can make a difference for them. You can tell right away there is a need. We can fulfill that need. We can change their business. We can change the look of their business. It's, it feels very positive. It, they're just, they're, it's not that they're just grateful for our work, but it's a good partnership. That's how we know we found the right client. Sometimes we can get a few months down the line and it's not the right thing for them and it's not right the right thing for us. And the right next step is to, you know, bring it to light, have the difficult conversation and move on. But when it's right, it's really, really right. And it's worth the time and it's worth the, the consideration and going the extra steps and looking past the revenue to find out if you're right for them and they're right for you. So I hope this has been helpful for you. This is something I think about on a day-to-day basis. It's, it's my job at Francis Roy to find new clients and to determine the right fit. And it hasn't always been perfect, but we get as close as we can. And, and I certainly do as hard, you know, as much as I can in, in the very beginning to figure out if it's going to to be the right fit. Do you have questions about this? Do you have tips that you'd like to share? We'd love to share it too. Uh, you can comment on any of our social media posts as we promote this episode. You can send us an email, hello at francisroy.com. You can also always send me a direct email, chantel at francisroy.com. Next week, we are actually next week is really exciting week because one of our most popular episodes is the remote work episode. And next week, Kelsey and I are back on the pod and we're going to do remote work part two. We're going to give you the status of the way things are, a little prediction about how we think they're going to be and some tips for you remote workers out there. So talk to you next Monday for a new episode. Until then, send us an email. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.